You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt, part of Kindling Kids Radio. Do you have a favourite social platform for parenting? Facebook has lots of different groups, lots of different options. One of them is Mummy Madness. Kat DeMarco is the founder of Mummy Madness and we have her in the studio. Hi, Kat. How are you? Hi, Siobhan. I'm very well. So how did you start this Facebook group? Was it an idea to have just a small group with friends or did you have a sense that people would want to come to a platform like this? No, I had no sense that it would grow to almost 40,000 members. Wow. Um, it was, it all began when my husband and I had our first bub uh, six years ago and he was about four weeks old and he had those little milk pimples. Yep. And uh, he said, uh, why don't we uh, take him to the doctor? I said, I don't think it's doctor worthy, but um, I think it's just a rash. And he said, well, how about we ask some friends? And I thought, which friends am I going to annoy every time I have a little question? It's four weeks in. We've got many questions, many concerns and challenges. My husband said, you're on Facebook enough. Why don't, you, <laughs> why, don't, why don't you get somebody on Facebook and ask them a couple of questions? So I thought, yeah, I'll, I'll grab a couple of my friends that already have babies or are pregnant and uh, put them into a group and I searched uh, a couple already that were online and most of them were pages, not groups. So when you post to pages, it's uh, quite public. So I wanted more of a uh, private platform. So I created a group and then just threw all my friends that were already pregnant and had babies in there and uh, just asked a couple of questions. We found out those were just milk pimples and just hormonal rash. So we I did, love we didn't that go you were the, the one that was. That was see. Normally, it would in my relationship, it would be me going, "Let's go to the doctors." I don't know what it is, and you were the calm one. I yeah. love that. Yeah, no, it's definitely the husband. That- <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's how it started. But how quickly did it grow? I mean, you just mentioned you've got 40,000 members. Yeah, 39, just over 39, but it grows massively daily. We get about 200 to 500 requests a day. Wow. Which is a lot and a lot of work for us admin, but... um, Yeah, how does that work? Because I know in a previous life you were in real estate. Yes. Obviously, with three children and one on the way, you've got your hands full as it is. Very much. What happens when you start a Facebook group like this and you've got all the admin stuff? It is challenging. It it definitely has ups and downs. There was one stage there where I was spending over 40 hours a week on it, just monitoring posts, making sure everyone's happy. And um, lucky now I've got a great admin team. Uh, they help quite a lot. There is and does this become a business? Can you be paid to do this? Because... Yeah, I've just, just recently started a um, website. Um, I did launch it a couple of uh, geez, a, a year or two ago and uh, I've put that on hold because I was too busy to manage it but we've just relaunched another website and I've got many businesses that um, are on there on the directory. And so that was something that you could see that your community needed? Yeah. It's so yeah. interesting because you've created this community that get a lot out of your platform. Yeah, for six years. Yeah, but For six years <laughs> Yeah, but at the same time... We're doing it's it not, for the love. Yes. <laughs> doing it You're just doing for, it the for the love. love yes. But there is so much work involved. There is. In there's that. a lot of work, yeah. Yeah. So I did have um, oh, a few years ago people saying, Can I, you know, post my business and pay you? And I declined and said, No, I don't want it for that. 
Um, and then I saw a lot of mums with businesses and uh, just, you know, bows and making clothes and just wanting to stay at home and earn some extra income. So the first thing I actually did to uh, promote that sort of side of things was I did a Mummy Madness market and we had um, a good response there. We had lots of stalls and lots of uh, people come and now we try and do one each year. But it's around the time where I'm pregnant, so we're not <laughs> doing one this year. Very soon. You're listening to Kindling Conversation. I'm speaking with Kat DeMarco, who's the founder of Mummy Madness. And before we go any further, I do have to ask about the name. Four weeks in, you already knew what the rest of your life would be like. Is that how you came up with the name? Yes, exactly. (laughs) Absolutely. I just thought um, when I came up with the name, I wanted something to do with mummy. And again, it was just purely going to be me and my friends. Not anything big, not anything more than a couple of hundred. And... I searched other names out there because I didn't want to take someone else's name and I thought, gee, you know, it's four weeks in and it is madness. This is, parenthood is crazy and my husband and I knew it would be tough and hard and difficult and the challenges, but you never know until you're actually there in in the environment. But um, yeah, I think madness just came about. I just thought I need to share this crazy (laughs) experience and um, our Mm. little slogan is, Mummy Madness, share the madness of motherhood. Yeah. Okay, so you did want it to start as a a group of friends and it has expanded phenomenally out of that. And in the process, you've had to work out how you can, I I hate this word, but monetize it Mm -hmm. because you're obviously putting in a lot of hours and you need support to do it. I'm really curious about that whole... um, monitoring of comments did you as soon as you saw those numbers start to climb did you understand did you think to yourself I'm really going to have to watch that this stays a safe space yeah absolutely um there are many challenges there's certain topics that uh get people very passionate and excited and uh overdriven to not think before they do comment um it was probably like we're at 39,000 members now but this started quite early at maybe 5,000 uh, where, you know, members' comments will be deleted and members will be deleted as well, uh, unfortunately. But um, generally when when I do remove someone, sadly we get the back as an admin, we get the backlash. So it does um, make me feel better that when they come to me with a, a complaint or tell me, call me names, all sorts of names. I, I'm confident that I actually removed them from the group because I don't want those negative, unsupportive people as part of the community. I'm just curious as well, with the group as it is now, what do you think people get out of it? What do you, why do mums still come back to it? Uh, well, the good thing about the online platform is that uh, you can get supported at any time of of uh, your experience as a parent, whether you have whether you're pregnant or whether you have a newborn, there's a couple members in there that have teenagers. Um, not not so many questions on teenagers, because I think generally when you're you've got your first bubs or in the younger years, you do question everything, everything <laughs> yes. and a lot. Yes. Um, so. Yes, the milk pimple questions that I started the group on uh, gets asked regularly and it makes me feel fabulous that I had that question initially 
and other people are also going through that and experiencing uh, the same questions. But there's a range of age of children, parents, age age of children and parents in there that ask different varieties of, of questions. And with with the hot topics, I mean, you're obviously not censoring the group, even though you're you're trying to maintain a safe space for everyone. Are there ever topics that are posted that you're like, hmm? Yeah, there's plenty. Mm. There's plenty. For some reason, breastfeeding, um, vaccinations, circumcision. Oh wow! Yeah. Uh, there was a recent one on bleach baths. Bleach baths? Yeah. What are they? They're um, highly recommended by paediatricians, dermatologists. Oh, this is when they have eczema, When they have right? eczema, severe eczema. Yes, yeah, right. so that d- likes to divide the group and get um, some heated comments and passionate talkers in, <laughs> into that as well. But, yeah, there's definitely topics that come up and uh, admin like to have a quick message with each other saying... Oh, look at this post. Uh-oh, let's watch it. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine that's tough. And, of course, the other thing that happens with these groups is that media come along and mine them for stories and they might appear on a website, yeah, et cetera. Yeah, all the time. So that's, that, ha- that has happened to you guys? Yeah, plenty of times. Plenty of times, yep. And it doesn't feel like you can do much about that, is there? What happens when that takes um, place? Usually there are journalists in the group. If we can see that... They are just journalists and not parents. Um, I'll usually just send them a message and let them know that their request to join the group is um, declined uh, just for the purpose of that. We do want to keep it a safe space. Uh, Other times there's stories that people post that are happy to promote and go a bit further into the papers. Actually, of of late, I've had maybe the last two people that have been into uh, articles uh, have come back and told me that they wish they didn't do the story because they wanted support. Oh, so they said yes and they then said they yes, changed they did their it. mind. Yeah. Because the uh, paper was misrepresenting them? Yeah, or? sometimes they do that, yes. <laughs> As an admin and the founder of Mummy Madness, when that happens to your members and they come back and they think they say, I mean, this must, firstly, it must make you mistrust journalists, generally speaking, mm-hmm. but... How do you then communicate with your members? How do you talk to them about that? Because you don't want them to feel like they can't post or that, you know, they're exposed to their stories being told in papers. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, on our uh, part of our conditions, uh, I have written in there about journalists to not approach members. Uh, if they want to, maybe they can approach myself first and I can uh, approach the member because I've got the relationship with them. Generally speaking, it doesn't happen too often, uh, but if there is a story that is run, generally speaking, it gets posted in the group and the members then say, well, wasn't this a story from Mummy Madness? And it goes on, but uh, some, most of the time the members are um, thrilled to have the extra media, uh, whether it be about you know brain cancer or... Um, Leaving a dirty nappy on a... Yeah. Uh, can I just say, I did see an article about that. I'm not sure where it came from, but a mum leaving a dirty nappy in someone who parked in their kids only <laughs> car park. Oh, uh, and I, that one. I'm pretty, yeah, and I'm like, that's got to have come from one of those groups, right? Because yeah, that's pretty good. Good on ya. Good on you. You should not be parking there. <laughs> just quietly, I think my husband might have done that before. <laughs> to some, not park, 
Not parked in a kid's zone without yeah. kids, but yeah. put a dirty That's actually somewhere. a popular post that people like to take a photo and, and post it saying, <laughs> look at this uh, person that's parked in our spots. <laughs> Isn't that terrible? Anyway, look, it's such an interesting um, phenomenon because there are other groups that do this as well and it's such an interesting space you've provided for mums. What's next? I mean, it keeps growing you were talking about the website. Yeah, yep. Um, it does keep growing. Um, I have just recently changed our conditions to only approve people from Australia, just to keep it in Australia. I've got a couple of friends that uh, from the UK and whatnot, so it is not just Australia-wide. There is a few people overseas as well, but just to keep it not small. <laughs> <'cause>, <laughs> That's, but, that uh, horse is bolted. Yeah, yeah, but I, I don't want too much growth. Um, but I just wanted to keep it, the smaller it is, the easier it is to manage. Um, but with the website, yeah, I've just, it's, it's not really a, a business as such, but I do like to promote those businesses that are supporting Mummy Madness. And, uh, I'm just going to keep, keep going as much as, as possible with the four kids that I've got. I'm a stay at home mum, so <laughs> oh my as goodness. much as I, I can. I do not know how you have the time. Kat, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you. Thanks for having me. That's Kat DeMarco. She's the founder of Mummy Madness. And if you are a mother in Australia, we'll have links on the website. Don't go crazy. We don't want too many people joining. But if you're interested and you'd like to see what it's all about, we'll put links up on kindling.com.au. You've been listening to a Kindling Conversation podcast. We'd like to reach as many parents as possible, and you can help us by giving us a review wherever you downloaded this episode. It means that more people can find us. I'm Siobhan Hunt. See you next time.